Monday mornings, we start off with the news of the day of last week and this coming week, and that's uh, Kelly Root stopping by, Crane's Detroit Business Executive Editor. And the big story, Kelly, of course, has been all the conversation about Ford's big investment and why Michigan missed out. Good morning, Kelly. Good morning, Paul. How are you? I am excellent. I'm raring to go with you. Excellent, excellent, excellent. You are so right. The news last week was dominated by Ford's big announcement. And one of the things that Crane has been um, covering in relation to that is kind of the consternation that it caused among some local officials about whether Michigan should have had a chance to land that project. And um, I know you'll be talking to Chad, I think, a little bit later this morning about this in more detail, but uh, he had a story um, that's online now and in our edition today about how, um, you know, there's a there's an agreement locally that we need to um, pay more attention to getting some of these uh, big industrial sites ready when projects like Ford's uh, comes along. And there is a plan in the works um, that local economic development uh, officials are pushing that would create a hundred million dollar fund for getting these um, sites ready. And uh, there was some chatter about whether, you know, electricity prices in Michigan were too high and the utility companies, uh, DTE and consumers, both told us that, you know, they they would have been willing to work with, uh, you know, a big company over a project like this and that they support this fund. And they're in talks with Michigan Economic Development Commission officials about how to better coordinate marketing of these industrial sites and, you know, basically that Michigan just needs to, you know, get more coordinated about having these, uh, having these areas shovel ready, as they call it. Yeah, the, the most disappointing part, well, one of the most disappointing parts of this, I think, Kelly, is we never even got a chance to bid on it. That's how how poorly, apparently, the idea of starting this kind of business opportunity and activity in our state is thought of by somebody who loves our state and our city, the Ford Motor Company. There is no question they love their hometown, and they're really a hometown family business, one of the few auto industries where you can say that, if any, and we didn't even get a chance to bid on it. I I, I get the impression that there were many in the in our government that should have been all over this and known about it didn't even know about it till the announcement we went back to ford to talk to them about that and a spokesman did tell chad that you know they were not part of the that michigan was not part of the formal bid process because michigan didn't have the type of sites needed for the project is what they told us specifically so mm. you know that that's all part of that that's all part of the um you know, the the thought that is now going into this and the desire to make sure that, you know, next time something like this comes around, the state is ready and, you know, the site is, is modern and has the, uh, you know, the electric capabilities and all that sort of thing. So Chad Livengood joins us. talk. Yeah, sure. a lot of talk. And Chad will get into the in deeper into this at 719 this morning on this very program. You have your special Detroit homecoming section on the front page of this week's Cranes Detroit business. You can go to cranesdetroit.com for information. And Bud Denker made a big announcement on our show regarding the Detroit Grand Prix that would love to be, and I'd love to see it, move back downtown. 
He did. And we followed up on this as well and, and talked to folks who um, are involved, both from Belle Isle and from the city of Detroit. And um, as you know, Bud is, is saying that uh, he thinks that downtown is the best place for the race going forward for a number of reasons, including, you know, businesses would benefit and the race would be more open and accessible and free to people that want to see it racing down Jefferson. Uh, he's basically saying that, um, you know, it would it would solve some of the problems that have been happening on Belle Isle in regard to concerns about the environment and the disruption of park access. I thought one of the most interesting things um, with this story is that, you know, he, he Bud was talking about how this uh, Grand Prix event in August in Nashville kind of gave him the uh, the inspiration for this. They they combined the Grand Prix down there in Nashville with a music and um, food festival and that kind of thing, and it attracted a lot of spectators, 100,000, and generated some $20 million for the local economy. And, and um, so it kind of gave him, I think, the inspiration to make the um, to make the proposal to do it now. And the mayor and uh, Mayor Duggan and uh, the city council president Brenda Jones have have come out in favor of this. Um, they say that this it has to go before the you know the Detroit city officials. But uh, Brenda Jones told us that she's likely to vote yes when it comes up for approval. So I hope it, uh, it goes through. I think it's going to mean a lot of uh, of new business, new money to a lot of businesses uh, that are in that area. I think it'll be spectacular. It's always been a revenue generator, but now even more directly right then and there uh, on the spot for those businesses downtown. Everybody could use a boost anyway. Meanwhile, I'm not sure what this means, so I've got the person to ask. Kelly Root, Crane's (laughs) Detroit Business Executive Editor. The question here is, does downtown need a residential pivot? What does that mean? This is a, a an interesting question that is being debated not just in Detroit but in other cities downtown areas um, that have seen a loss of office space during the pandemic. We've recorded on this pretty extensively, and um, our uh, commercial real estate reporter Kirk Pinho has a look this week at um, some uh, legislation that is being considered in Congress. Um, that was introduced in July by uh, Debbie Debbie Stabenow and Gary Peters that would basically provide for um, a tax break for developers who convert office space into residential with the idea being that we need to bring more people downtown to live. And, you know, at a time when, when the office space is in less demand, it would make sense to encourage developers to, um, you know, to pivot to, to residential and um, Kirk reports that downtown Detroit's apartment inventory does tend to lag behind um, the central business districts and other large cities. Um, for example, there's about 4,500 units right now in the downtown core, but in Cincinnati, which has less than half of Detroit's population, there's close to 18,000 residential units downtown. So there's an agreement that you know there's less of that in Detroit, but developers that we talk to are kind of taking a wait and see look at this uh, legislation because they say that um, you know the, the bigger hurdles in Detroit are regulatory uh, you know hurdles to development, right. and not necessarily tax uh, you know tax credits. Right. So it's, we'll it's going to be interesting to watch. Pick up the issue. Go online. Crane's Detroit Business Executive Editor Kelly Root. Thank you, Kelly. Thank you, Paul. Cranesdetroit.com is where you'll find it all.